As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Front and Nationwide. This is The Athletics' dedicated Blue Jackets podcast. Aaron Portsign with you. Allison Lucan is here. Hello. Allison, we are quite literally at front and nationwide we are literally there and i think this is the first time we have done that is that a no, part no, well, we've been we've here done before with some of coaches. course we've done some of our coaching brad interviews. larson was here oh manny legacy was manny here. legacy brad was here. shaw was here not brad larson <laughs> gotcha glad you're here to correct all that <laughs> um blue jackets with they, they came back from the break you knew that first game back from the break was going to be a touch rough and it was they muster a point in Buffalo, 2-1 in overtime loss. They come back the very next day in Montreal with a 4-3 win. Um, wow. Um, Kivlenius gets the start in Buffalo. Soldiers through gets a point. Elvis back in the pipes on Sunday. A much-needed win in Montreal if they're going to keep this going. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, I think they were two strong performances. Much less rust than I think you could expect. And what I liked is I felt like you saw a significant difference in terms of maybe the rust you saw Saturday versus yeah. Sunday. Pa- passes were more crisp. They were tape to tape. I think you saw more improvement, which is all you can hope for this time of year. Yeah, and I, I, I also think you saw a resumption of the identity. Absolutely. Especially, if you will, the third period in Montreal, that first 15 minutes. I think is exactly how they wanted to play yeah. with with the lead that they had. Elvis kind of a shaky goal there at four three, and he knew it. He, he knew, knew it. it. He owned it. Um, but they get out of there with the win, and now it's on to Florida Tuesday. In, here in Columbus. Yes. Yes. Uh, they're back in town first time in a long time. Um, so they play the the Panthers on Tuesday, and then Allison, we you were here. Josh Flynn is here. Josh Flynn from the Blue Jackets. Your title, Josh. 
Assistant GM. Assistant GM. I feel like it should be longer than that. <laughs> for all you do, John. Yes, for all you do in the complicated work. It can be should. extended to assistant general manager. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Uh, we are here to talk about the Columbus Blue Jackets Hockey Analytics Conference. Look at you. Has it been called CBJ Hack or is that, yeah. that's, is that that's, caught that's, on? Yeah. Okay, good. Do, yeah. good. I think it has caught on, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. CBJ Hack. I've been called a CBJ <laughs> Hack before, but in a different reference. Yes. Um, Tell us if you would, Josh. I'll start with you. How where this idea came from? What you hope to achieve with? I assume it's an an annual event. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But but we we'd like it uh, if it's successful. Yeah, 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 Yeah. for sure. Uh, Where did it start? What's the genesis of the idea? And and what do you hope to achieve this weekend? A two day event, Friday, Saturday. So uh, first, I need to give an immediate shout out to your co-host Allison um, because she's been a part of this from the very beginning. Um, Allison frequents the uh, hack circuit, and I talked to her. Just we tossed the idea around a bunch of times. Oh, well, what if we wanted to do our own uh, analytics conference here? Yeah. You know, I was running into a problem where. I wanted to go to a couple of them. They they never work out right. Um, Scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. One one year Rochester was the day I got married. Um, That's problem. So that was out. One this year it was the opening day of training camp. Um, Seattle something came up. Yeah. So it's it's always been like one of these things that's been on my list to do and I never go and um, then but I always I've always found them interesting and I've been to Sloan a bunch of times. I spoke at Sloan a couple years ago. And um, I was like, we should do this in-house. And, 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 and what a great way to bring the community together, the analytics community, the, the people who make a living working in hockey, yeah. um, who actually, like, I know a lot of people, we, we, we don't talk about it much. There's so much cloak and dagger. But we're all reading this stuff, and, and we're trying to incorporate it into what we do. And to get everybody in the same place is, is a great thing. So um, really what spurred it on, though, is uh, we hired Zach Urbeck this summer. And uh, he's our hockey analyst. He does a lot of our day-to-day analytics work. Um, and he and I were talking about ideas for uh, things we could do this season to just try and take the next step. And, you know, we were always thinking about ways to try and move forward and you know, tracking data is coming. We have our own tracking data that we we, we purchased from SportLogic. We have some other stuff too uh, that we're building in house, and um, we're trying to get ahead of that and trying to get ideas from people. And um, we said, you know, there's so many good ideas in the public, they don't yet have access to what the NHL may or may not track in the near future. They don't have access to things like SportLogic. Wouldn't it be a great idea? to put a broad data set and a broad open-ended question out there for people and just say, like, come up with some cool ideas and, 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 and here's a platform for you to share it, not with just the public, but with several NHL teams. And I started, I opened up my phone and started calling a lot of people who I'm close with around the league and started saying, hey, like, here's the this idea that we have. And would you would you want to be part of this would you want to help yeah. us you know we, we want to like Zach's idea was to get people in here he, he thought of the idea of you know this data contest kind of thing before yeah. um, but I was like how do we entice them to come to Columbus and, and uh, 
you know, why why are the best and brightest going to want to showcase their ideas and and share their ideas with us? And we said, well, what if we give them a platform to share it with a lot of people and a lot of people who can give them good feedback yeah. and maybe give them opportunities. And so that's why I started calling a bunch of teams and said, here's this idea we have. Would you want to be a part of it? And I said, if we can get seven or eight teams and give these people an audience to, to you know, show what they can do and sure. show the ideas they have to all these teams, yeah. like, wouldn't that be great? And for the teams, you get access to good ideas. You get access to interesting people. Uh, it's just a, it's just a great way to kind of like bridge those two worlds yeah. together. Yeah. So that's kind of where where the data contest came from. And then once we had all these teams involved, I was like, well, me and Allison have talked about like having a conference here before. What I, I called Allison, I said, what would it take to build a conference? She's like, I don't think it would be that hard. So famous last words. <laughs> hundreds of man hours later, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know that it was hard. It's just been it's been a lot of work, but. Yeah, that's where that's where we decided to let's put a whole conference together, give chance to uh, to the fans to get access to this kind of discussion, and we're hoping we're gonna present a program that's you know got something for everybody because yep. we're gonna have I think there's a lot of people who are just you know big hockey fans in Columbus sure. that are coming. There's a lot of people coming from all over that are that are deep into analytics. There's a bunch of uh, people from different media outlets, different academic outlets. Uh, and then several NHL teams that are going to come here and, and listen to what There's everybody is going to present. So, <coughs> seven teams are coming. Are we at seven? Did I see seven. I can't remember if it's seven, including us or us plus seven. But it's it it sold out, correct? It's sold out. Yeah, it's, sold it's, out. it's, it's a good us. Sign. It's us. Uh, New Jersey, Colorado, uh, St. Louis Rangers, Seattle, Vegas. and Vegas. Okay. So seven, including us. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And Allison, Friday is different from Saturday, right? Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. Sorry, Saturday is different from Sunday. Saturday is more of the open to the public, general interest, and Sunday is a is is the data contest. Is a, okay. Tell yeah. us the difference between those two, and just what what Sunday is going to be really interesting, and what people present from the the numbers that they are shown. So Sunday is is invite only to the people who okay. participated, but Saturdays is what Josh was saying. What I loved so much when Josh said, we're going to do this, he really focused us and challenged our presenters who will speak on Saturday to talk about something actionable. There, there's so much value in research. Mm -hmm. There's importance to that, absolutely. But, you know, what, what excites people, what, what coaches need, what teams need, what those of us who maybe are interested in applying it at a high school level even, is action. What's an idea that you can take and test and implement? So Josh really kept us focused on that. So we're going to hear a lot of cool topics on Saturday. Things like, how do you appropriately track prospects when there isn't near as much data as we have at the NHL level? How can we look at NCAA hockey, for example? What, what happens in terms of the order in which goals happen in a game? So that you as a coach, maybe, or just as a fan, can start to learn more about why you see what you see. You mentioned the game in Montreal, we saw the Blue Jackets say we have a lead, we're protecting that lead. Yeah. What are some strategies we can employ to make that successful? So it's gonna be a lot of cool ideas like that. We're gonna have two panels with the NHL executives who are coming um, to the <coughs> event. We have a great panel uh, with Josh and some other folks who are gonna do kind of a no holds barred Q&A session to just ask questions about analytics, anything that you wanna debunk or understand. Sunday then will be the presentations of those who participated in the data contest 
where they'll have an exclusive audience to the NHL executives to say, I had this great data set that the Blue Jacket shared with me that's actually AHL data. They got a half season of AHL data and all came up with these really cool and interesting questions that they tried to answer with that data. They'll present that to the NHL executives at that time. Right. Uh, Josh, this is the first for the Blue Jackets. Any other teams do something similar to this? I know there are conferences under teams. So most of the conferences are run by groups of you know people in the analytics community the panthers allison went to that and she could say more about it but they they did something where they ran a conference that you can give more yeah, they had one a, a couple years ago and, and we're going to have a story out later this week too kind of talking about the history the evolution of, of the hack yeah. if you will um, but florida did have one under the leadership of brian mcdonald when he was with the team okay. um, a great event where he really focused on educating <coughs> students engineering students and math students that were there in the time um, but it, it just didn't catch on. So I think what's exciting is uh, Josh's commitment, how he's really brought in this whole organization. So many people in different parts of the organization are helping here. Yeah, We're, we're excited that even Yarmo Kekalainen wants to say a few words to kick off the conference on Saturday. And I think this will be the first time a GM speaks at one of these, even though he's only going to speak for a couple of minutes. But, <laughs> I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, we, we've had we've had so much buy-in from, from our organization, which didn't surprise me at all. I mean, we're, we've always been forward-thinking here, and everybody wants to try and move things forward. And, sure. Uh, but the the buy-in we got from reaching out to other teams and and, and I, I wanted to make this you know for lack of a better word marketable um, and, and digestible for a broad swath of people. I mean I mean to have the the participation of NHL executives that, that we're going to have at this event um, to have panels moderated by national journalists. I mean, I think that's going to be great. The Athletic's been great to give a shout out to you guys. Craig Custance will be moderating a couple of them. Seth Partnow is going to moderate a panel. Um, Allison is going to be emceeing basically the whole Saturday. So it's if, if you are really diehard analytics person who is part of the community, has been writing, been reading, there's going to be something for you if you're a casual fan and you just want to get a feel for how some of this stuff works. There's going to be something for you. And I mean, as a result, we we sold out within a couple weeks in our original venue. Um, that was months ago. Where was that? That was still in the building. Both, the event will be here in the building, but yeah. we, we were going to use the activity center, okay. um, which so is a smaller hundred. space. It was, no, that was like 100 and change. Okay. Now we've moved uh, right onto the arena concourse on the Bud Light Terrace. Right. And we'll get close to 300 people in there. Uh, we sold 200 tickets to the public, and then we've invited guests and presenters and data contest participants are all going to fill out the rest of it. So we'll, we'll, we'll be the biggest hockey-only uh, analytics conference that's been held so far. And, and we believe the, the, the as far as NHL team and executive participation, the biggest in that respect as well. Nice, nice. Uh, and I think back, and... and this might get a little tedious or boring, but I think back to how covering a hockey team has changed mm-hmm. in 20 years. <clears throat> where when I first started doing this, the information was enough for a story. In other words, um, Blue Jackets fans couldn't just dial up what the power play was if they wanted that information. If you think about it, it's almost hard to even imagine a world like that. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't just sit in your kitchen back in... 2000 and come up with the Blue Jackets power play numbers. Oh, I remember running hockey pools for my friends when I was in high school and you had to wait till the newspaper came the next day. That's my point, right. (laughs) So it was enough to just have the information and pass it along as a story. Yeah. That's no longer a story because anybody can can look it up. 
So you can say that the Blue Jackets power play is good or is bad. I'm just using this as an example, although it's been done. Um, <laughs> and now you have to interpret. Why is it bad? How are they going to fix it? All of these things. And I say that just to point out that, that now information has been with us. Easily accessible information for the public has been with us for a while now, thanks to the Internet. But it's now this league is about ready to take another huge step forward with numbers that are available, not to the general public necessarily, although they may be, but to you folks. Mm-hmm. How explosive <laughs> is this going to be when the league starts? At first, one of, either of you start with this, if you will. What the league is going to begin to track accurately that it doesn't track now and where all that might go, this explosion of, of information that teams can use to evaluate players. Well, I, I mean, I think we've we've kind of, I don't think, I'm not saying just us, the Blue Jackets, but I think teams in general kind of have a head start on this because we've had, it's not sourced right from the player's jersey or from the puck, but we've had data being tracked that we're starting to analyze and starting to get more information out of. I mean, if I think of, before we started getting that kind of information, the stuff we didn't know that we know now that explains so much. I mean, we've already taken a big step. And it'll just be another step in that direction. I think it being accessible to the public is going to be... I, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, it's like I, plutonium. It could be dangerous. No, I mean, I don't think it's going to be dangerous. I mean, some people think it might be distracting. I, I don't think so. I think, like, so, you know, I've worked for years until last summer with John Davidson, and I used to listen to him talk about when he was a broadcaster and, you know, the key to broadcasting, and he would always say how and why. And his job as an analyst on TV was to explain the how and the why of what happened. I think this is going to do the same thing. I think... Well, you're just going to have more how and why. It's going to come from data now, as opposed to necessarily, you know, having to get an expert out there to talk about it. And, and yeah. don't get me wrong, the experts can provide a lot too. They can provide, it, it, I believe, like you know, scouting eyes on eyes on the game Absolutely. can provide as much, if not more, probably more. But it's just going to be more explanation for you, more of the how and why about what's going on in the game. Yeah. And it's going to help people understand the game better. And I think that's a good thing for everybody. Yeah. It, get, it, it helps you avoid the subjective and the, and the superficial. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it does. Because it, we, make, we make decisions based on how things look, what we like, what we don't like. This is sort of a picture within the player, Allison, with numbers to back up or refute what we have. The conclusions we have jumped to. Absolutely, and I, I think back to, um, and I shared this story with you, Josh, after the fact, but uh, Porty, we were looking for a play done by Emil Bemstrom, and we, this was early in the season. We were we knew the game, we knew exactly what the play was, we described it. Yes. You said, can you go find the clip of that play? I watched three whole games. I, I, I even at one point was reaching out to other people, do you remember this play? Oh yeah, I remember the play. It was in this game, right? I've watched the game twice. Yeah, I swear it was in that game. Went through every one of Emil Bemstrom's shifts, couldn't find the play. Finally found the play that looked to my eye completely differently than how my brain had retained it. And I think we do that with so many things. And so that's why I think, like Josh said, these are really important complements to each other because we need our eye to tell us the things that data can't. And we need data to ground us and tell us the things that our eyes can't too. Yeah, and I mean, I I spend a lot of time on the road, like uh, I'm... I was just on the road the last four days until I came back last night scouting games. And, you know, I I, I understand the importance of watching. And I, and I also think that, like, the two really do complement each other. I mean, when I, when I get a feel for a player watching him, 
it's nice to be able to have really in-depth data now that we can go and check certain things about a guy's game and just make sure that what we think about him jives with reality because there's always going to be biases when you watch and, and, and even the most skilled observer will be subject to them so it just helps push you make, make you sh- make sure you stay on track yeah. um, and, and your opinion you get when you, like what I always say about analytics and stuff is that you know 90% probably of the time I don't know the exact number, but what your eyes tell you and what numbers tell you agrees. Mm-hmm. It's just the little places where they disagree, where you just gain a little more information and yeah. you know, or get into an in- interesting conversation. Yeah, I've never forgiven Allison for <clears throat> some entries. <laughs> I find myself just watch the game. Just watch the game. And then who's quoting zone entries to me uh, on Sunday? Uh, that's fair. Saturday. Saturday. Um, what do you? What would you both like people to leave Columbus, Ohio, with? Let me ask you this: these these people who are going to present to you and to other NHL teams, mm-hmm. is any of this proprietary? In other words, if it's like awesome off the charts, does it belong to the person who presents it? How does this work in these? It belongs to the person who presented it. There, unfortunately, just this is the reality of life: is that they they can't go and publish it or. Okay. Share it publicly because they're using proprietary data. Gotcha. Their their findings are their own. Yeah, I mean, sure. The systems that they come up with, maybe they already have them. But if that is their own, they can take that with them, right? If they if they wrote let's if they wrote yeah, like if, code or yes. if they come up with an idea, yeah. and they can, if they just want to say that idea, they can say that idea. Yeah, they just they, they can't share their the direct data. findings yeah. from their data. From this, yeah, from this right. data set, sure. if they, if the NHL releases their their tracking data next year and they go and apply the exact same strategy yeah. and learning that they got from doing this then project sure. with that data, yeah. they can share whatever they want. They just we're, we're using a proprietary uh, data set generously provided by SportLogic and SportLogic for reasons that are fairly obvious. I would think that they charge a lot of money for their sure. data and sure. they they don't want it being yeah. you know yeah. just given Absolutely. away for free Absolutely. to the public. So yeah. that. It's a, I think it's a fairly small restriction because like your work is your own. It's not like all of a sudden sport logic. Oh, that's a great idea. We own that now. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Their ideas are their own, and that's they right. can yeah. replicate it. And so the the people who have been approved or have been selected and who are presenting on Sunday, mm-hmm. for most of them, some of them, anyways, the dream is to come, is to come up with an NHL job or a hockey job doing this hobby that they love. I, I would imagine so. I, I can't really get into everybody's head. Sure. Some people, sure. some people seems reasonable. Though. We're, we're giving away a cash prize and, and a signed jersey with nice. like if you win. So or if you're in the top three. So okay. I, I mean, maybe people are just motivated by yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I, I can't speak to their exact motivations, right. but um, I would imagine there's a lot of them that are that are trying to showcase themselves for future employment, and that's why we we put them in front of seven NHL teams, in front of Sport Logic. Yeah. Um, you know, people that. Can give them those opportunities, yeah, and, especially Seattle. Although they've got a guy, yeah. but it's a growing it's a, uh, They're going to need more guys, yeah. and girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, I, and that was actually one of I I didn't I, I mentioned when we started making these calls. I, I called a lot of people I was close to. I, I didn't know Alex uh, in Seattle at all, yeah. and I but I, I spoke to Alice and I'm like she'd be great to have there because oh, she's a it's her second go, go around with an NHL team. Um, she has a reputation that is very well respected, mm-hmm. and um, 
there, there's got to be opportunity in Seattle is, is how a lot of people would look at it. Sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think she's a great add to the panel. And she was where before Seattle? She oh, was with Minnesota. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Her and Andrew Thomas, who were who will also uh, be speaking on one of our panels, and Andrew Thomas works for SMT, which is the company that will be handling all of the NHL's <clears throat> tracking data. Oh, I see. Next, when it's officially official. And what is that officially official? Uh, is a hard date? Or I don't know just the answer. Playoffs? I, I, Someone said I playoffs think there's maybe? commitments to when cameras are in buildings, but I'm not, Josh. Yeah, Josh I don't want to. I don't really want to speak on it because yeah. I mean I don't know what's for sure allowed yeah. to be out there and what's not right sure. now. So, yeah. um, John Tortorella is a fascinating figure, but let's just deal with the uh, his relationship to analytics if mm-hmm. we can. Yeah. Um, he often acts as though he is allergic to them, mm-hmm. and yet he is not allergic to them. Allison, we've talked about this. What sort of information, without getting the specifics, how much on a daily basis is he presented with information today beyond what he would have been presented with, say, 10 years ago? So I, he is presented with information every day. Um, all the coaches are, all the management staff are. Me, me and Zach furnish them with a lot of information. Um what I've said to Torts for years and our approach with him is is, is we're going to feed you stuff. Um, you, you can take and use what you want. Sure. If it sticks with you, if, if it, then, then use it. If, if one out of ten things we share with you is, becomes useful to you, then it, it's, it's, worth, it's worth our effort. Um, he's always been receptive. Uh, he and I have a very good relationship. Um, and I have the utmost respect for the work he does and anything that we can do to help him do it even, you know, half an inch better. Yeah. We, we're happy to do it. Yeah. Allison, your relationship with Torts as it relates to analytics. <laughs> well, it, it's, a, it's a fun one. He likes, to, he likes to poke the bear and I like to poke right back. Yes. But, you know, my, my take has always been, and this is what I do hope, and Josh mentioned we have people coming at all knowledge levels. We actually asked people what their comfort level was when they bought their ticket so that we can gear and our speakers have been informed on that too so that we know what who we're talking to uh, analytics shouldn't be scary it shouldn't feel like taking medicine and right. i think that if john tortorella doesn't like the word analytics i could care less when i look at some of the choices he makes and the information he cites i see him applying quite a few analytical principles mm-hmm. and i think that's what matters Right. If, if he doesn't want to call it that, if he doesn't want it presented in this way, he wants it that way, what matters is that he gets information that is relevant and proven to be on point that he can then apply to make the team successful. Yeah. And I think that's what he does, honestly. And then yeah. I think now, I think with credit to Josh and the work he's done, we did a series of articles a couple of years ago where we talked about the, the reports Josh has developed for torts and things like that. Torts is getting information in a way that's meaningful to him. And he's now starting to actually use the word analytics. Right. He's talking about reports he's read, right. studies he's seen, and I think that's a reflection not just of him as a coach, but that the work that Josh and his team yeah. continually do to support the coaches. And and it's it's interesting like that you bring up torts or coaches in general. I mean, it's it's part of why we've taken the aim with this conference that we have, which is everything presented on Saturday to the public will be stuff that we've asked the presenters to to be stuff that's digestible and actionable with an NHL team. The the finalists, we had probably around 40 people submit 
applications for the data. They did whole projects and submit their whole application and project for the data contest. Uh, we have six finalists coming. The big part of the criteria was you have to present actionable findings. And if somebody had something that was more technically proficient and more, you know, like really good work put into it and, and just but it didn't translate well enough to an audience that could use it. I mean, the person who sold an idea better yeah. got selected. Sure. We're, we're trying to make things, we're, we're trying to get things presented on both days that are things that can help somebody like John Tortorella or myself or Yarmo or sure. anybody else who's taking information and, and putting it into the decision-making yeah. process, that's the stuff we're interested in getting out of the out of this yeah. conference. Because if it's not digestible, it's no good to anybody. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it'll be good to... It'll, it might be good good to somebody who will then take it and then... Make it digestible. Right. Yes, right. correct. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, that's interesting. So six people out of 40 were chosen. Yeah, I don't have the exact number, Zach. Zach that's impressive, though. Zach's been, been the guy... Uh, this is Harvard. <laughs> Very selective. Zach, Zach's been the guy who's been running the data contest. It was it was his baby, and um, so he would have the exact number. But we all, uh, a bunch of us, myself, Allison, uh, Zach, Tom Bark, uh, Sport Logic, uh, we all reviewed the submissions and helped him narrow them down to the ones we wanted. Wow. We we thought were going to be the best, and now those people will be put on the hot seat because they've had a month to kind of refine their project, yeah. add to it. Uh, make it more presentable, more digestible, sure. and now they're going to be in front of, you know, people who work for NHL teams. We've got high performance people from the Rangers coming. We've got, um, you know, the, the assistant GM and his analytics staff from Colorado. We've got, um, you know, two analysts from Vegas coming. We've got uh, the person leading analytics for Seattle coming, and we've got. Tyler Dello and Matt Kane, who are heading up analytics in New Jersey, coming like like you're going to be talking to some of the people who like love this stuff, yeah. and also make sure it gets digested by their teams. Right. So like you're going to be on the, on the hot seat if you're one of the six finalists, yeah. and you're going to have to try and sell people and why your idea is great and how it can help you, and and then and then that's what will make the difference. That's awesome. Anything you guys want to add before we wrap it up here? I would just say that, you know, again, a huge thank you and kudos to the organization and Josh specifically for making this happen. And to anyone who's on the fence or nervous about coming, I was you once. There's going to be stuff you're going to understand. There's going to be stuff that's way over your head. As Josh started off this whole talk with is this is about bringing the community together. This is a very helping and and group of people who are focused on getting everyone to the point of education that they want and so I just hope people come with an open mind learn what they can and ask questions when they don't and uh, hopefully everybody will have a great one you guys are all going to the game Saturday night yeah yeah of course group is, yeah yeah we, we've we're giving tickets to all the people who are attending nice. um, everybody else is we don't know what we're doing with all the presenters yet where they'll the people who work for teams they'll be up with yeah. you guys and okay, uh, gotcha. some will get tickets and they're all over awesome awesome yeah. well I wish you guys good luck in a great hockey analytics conference yeah now now thank you I'm just we're, we're at the point now where it's like okay it's like, like a wedding yeah like let's just hope it goes off the yeah, way right. we want it to and right. then you've done all the planning you could possibly yeah exactly yeah. so alright well have a good week and have a great weekend thank you thank you Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. 
Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.